ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of Barstool Backstage, freshly back from Chicago. And from that trip, we have an amazing interview that we're running today with the one, the only, the lead singer of Slipknot, the lead singer of Stone Sour, Mr. Corey Taylor. It was a fucking great interview. Awesome dude. Did not know how it was going to go, being that he is the lead singer of a gigantic metal band. And frankly, scared the shit out of me when I was younger. Like, I know Kenny loved him. Slipknot scared me, genuinely. Um, I thought it was an amazing interview. Uh, We all got to meet each other in person for the first time. I mean, I met everybody, but Dave and Kenny had never met. Was it love at first sight for you, too? Like, was it what you were expecting? I feel like Dave and I have a mutual respect and understanding for each other. So it was at a thousand times before. There's there are not many people I have that and I don't even know how to put it into words. It's yeah. just like like yeah. we get each other. Uh yeah. cheap of them. Colin, and I don't even mean this in a bad way. It's different. I agree. hundred percent. Um even I care the like the the yeah. small amount that we care about anything is the same amount as each other. So yeah, I feel like you both have the same kind of like aloofness to being like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. Who cares? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I love you both equally, but I, I was saying I feel like me and Dante might group ourselves into one side, then you and Dave might group yourselves you and into Dante the other. Are kind of on your own side. Dave and I are kind of on our own side, and Johnny's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I agree. That, that, 100%. The perfect divide right there. Yeah. It is. You always have to be fucking doing everything a million miles an hour. Yep. I like to like let things settle and then like attack at once. Yeah, you guys care about a lot of stuff and like some terrible things. Yeah, sure. Fuck you, dude. You're from Philly, so y'all's accents are fucking trash. (laughs) Dude, I played... Oh, God, can I... Go ahead. I don't know that I can say Oh, what is it? Don't be a bitch, dude. No, listen, it's your your fucking podcast, baby. Cut this out if it's too gnarly, but last night I was playing Call of Duty with some people, and there was this guy fucking talking in this strange way. There's a guy on TikTok who has a million followers who pretends to have have down syndrome or be autistic and play games but he says the funniest fucking shit like he talks mad shit i thought it may be like one of those guys turns out he's just from boston and that's his fucking accent <laughs> and i was like no boston accent right up there with the syndrome fuck dude i uh, did you watch the shane gillis stand up on netflix yet no is it good First off, it's fucking incredible i saw the thing it almost kind of sucks is i saw this exact show in may like oh. i saw the whole special in person it's first off, it's the number one thing on Netflix right now, which I think is fucking fire. Uh, two, it's spectacular. But he goes into how he looks like a special needs person, and also how he has a special needs uncle who sneaks grilled cheeses into restaurants and like cooks them in the middle of the night shirtless. It, dude, yeah. I cannot highly enough recommend. Yeah, that stand up special. It's called Beautiful Dogs. It's so fucking funny. I've watched it twice already. It's so good. I, I I need to get into the stand-up world more because I just have never, ever... The one stand-up comedian I've ever gone out of my way to uh, watch... Can like I guess? A, Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Bill yeah. Burr? No. Dane Cook? No. Louis C.K.? No. Dave Chappelle? No. Well, <gasps> everybody's Chappelle. He doesn't count. I don't even Jim count. Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. Ah, Okay. Jim Jeffries. So my old roommate who I grew up with, I lived with them in Chicago for a few years when we were younger. Um, he showed me an, uh, a Jim Jeffries stand-up routine. It's our special called Alcoholicost. Yes, it's really good. It is. It, it was <clears throat> his pants funny. And I swear to God, like two weeks after that, there's this bar. It's right across the street from our office. It's called Big City Tap. It's open until mm-hmm. 5 a.m. And, and 
you get mutants from Wrigley Field that wander in there that are just obliterated, fucking wasted. And everybody in the city just calls it big shitty. But it's like, uh, like, and it is a complete dump, but like everybody loves it. It's just a shithole. I was walking in there. This is 2014. And it was uh, like two weeks after I, I saw his stand up special, Alcoholicost. And he was getting dragged out by two bouncers, motherfucking him. I don't know what he. <laughs> Or like who he offended or what happened, but he's getting dragged out and he's yelling cunt at the top of his lungs a bunch of times. Okay. And my roommate was like, dude, that's fucking Jim Jeffries. And I'm like, that's fucking Jim Jeffries. And I was like, we just fucking watched this guy. So outside of that, and I love Jim Jeffries solely because of that story. I've never given Shane Gillis or any of those guys, Bill Burr, I've never done it. Other than Dave, like Chappelle. Dave Gillis is right up your alley. You're going to love it. Everybody says that. Everybody says that. I feel like Bill Burr is right up his alley too. Shit. Yeah. This podcast, I want to put it on. What are you saying? What'd you say? I, as soon as I hang up on this podcast, I'm putting it on. Dude, special. do yourself a fucking favor. It's so it's it's fucking spectacular. And I know I suck this dude's dick regularly. I don't care. He's the fucking man. Hey, um do you remember when we got back to your place and Colin immediately fell asleep with his fucking boots on and you and I just sat up smoking weed playing acoustic guitar for a couple hours? Yeah, that was fun. It was great, man. Dude, I um, needed I needed that sleep so bad. The second I hit your couch, legitimately the second I hit your couch, I passed out. Gone. Then, but while you were sleeping, we put Slipknot on a million decibels. Doesn't matter. And you're and just cranking the bass up. Yeah. Dude, I don't. The second I hit the couch, I was out, dude. Uh, a minute, and then I was like, "Shit, dude, he probably hasn't actually had like fucking." And not that it was clean sleep because we were drinking all night, but yeah, like no, but I. Th that's the thing. The stress that was not alcohol induced whatsoever. That was like I needed to yeah. catch up. The, the thing that sucks though is, and Kenny, I don't know if this happens to you. I woke up in the middle of the night a couple of times and looked around because I, I, I'm used to like sleeping next to the baby. So I was like, what the fuck? So I remember Googling like, is less than four hours of sleep a night bad for you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. Yeah. You need to just go hang out with like Gary V or something or David Goggins. And they'll be like, dude, four hours of sleep is too much. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, sleep is awesome. Um, also, we I didn't even talk about this. I wish Dante was here because I think he might be coming in. Since the last time we've recorded segments, we also hung out with Shaq, kind of. Um that was weird it didn't go as planned i'll tell you that much uh we didn't get the interview we did get the kind of play basketball against them and we went on stage at a dubstep concert and i don't know shit about dubstep i don't like the music but Shaq really gives a fuck about it dude it was cool to like be that close to him but like he wasn't just like pushing a button he was like up there raging jumping in the crowd like giving his fucking management hell because they were like please stop jumping in the crowd and he was like get the fuck out of my way dude and he dove in it was awesome yeah. Um, regardless, a couple things to go over. Obviously, the Chicago trip was great, but there were a couple things that happened in the music industry. Number one, we lost a legend. Maybe not even my cup of tea, but a fucking legend. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Everybody's cup of tea. Don't you fucking start talking about Jimmy Buffett that way. I'm just saying, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I don't go and spin Jimmy Buffett records every day. But as far as a dude who found a lane and like made a lifestyle out of it and a billion dollars, Dude, all time G. Fucking but Jimmy Buffett was the man. Yeah. My oh, man. girlfriend's stepmom godfather was Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> you want to go through that fucking family tree family again? Keys. And they're like, Jimmy Buffett's a huge, like, they're going to have statues of him, like with Rocky gloves and the keys. 
Dude, the key first off, the keys are awesome. Second off, yes, that is Jimmy Buffett country for fucking sure. It's fun. I I heard this story today. Um, I think it was on PMT, and I want to retell it because I think it's fucking incredible. Uh, apparently, in like the eighties, Jimmy Buffett and uh, Bono were flying on a plane together in Jamaica, and it was like because Jimmy Buffett was a pilot, he had like a little a Cessna plane, and he was like, "Oh, Bono, down here on the left, there's this great jerk chicken spot. We should land and go in and eat." And so they land in the fucking harbor. And the Jamaican military thought they were smuggling weed and opened fire on the plane. They started shooting the plane up. And then they came and boarded the plane and saw that it was Jimmy Buffett and Bono. And they were like, oh, my God, we're so fucking sorry. <laughs> and rather than pressing charges or being jerk offs, Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett was like, yo, I've gotten away with a lot of shit in my life. How about we just let this slide? And apparently, like, didn't take it to anybody and just, like kept that story to himself but he uh he wrote a song called jamaica mistaka and it was about that situation <laughs> yo oh. that's a good band name jamaica mistaka <laughs> by the way that probably was my favorite part of the Corey taylor interview was you two going back and forth on your band names yo i love Corey to death and respect the shit out of him but my names are so much better <laughs> yeah, yours are much more unhinged like he has a lot more to lose than you do yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean but I thought he would have been a little bit more brutal. <laughs> I, mean, I, bet, I feel it. I bet he has a few that are fucking gnarly. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a few on that list that he didn't read out loud. I think he's I smart. Think old Ken Dog's list will fucking shit on anybody's. Lesbian do rag is still my favorite thing of all time. Himself face mask, fucking spectacular. Bulimic Boy Scout. I mean, there's a million of them. I, I did like them. his pubic zirconia. That what do you good. think, Kenny? Do you think we can get merch with just all the band names on the back, like it's a festival? We could do anything we want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Facts, dude. Um, other than Jimmy Buffett passing, what the fuck is going on with Burning Man? Have you seen this? I mean, I it's like weather doesn't exist out there or people don't know how weather works or like, do they not see it? I'm just curious. Like rain usually like gives you a heads up. Yeah, but also are people still there? Like, are they still stuck or do they get everybody out? Let's find out. Let's find out. Yeah, maybe do some Googling. Dave, do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still stuck at... <laughs> Dude, in-person is so much better. <laughs> Dude, it, it oh, reminds me... started leaving like yesterday, so... Wait, they just started leaving? But it says, Burning Man attendees begin to leave Soggy Festival site. That was yesterday. Could you imagine all of the drenched, dirty, disgusting, woke hippies just fucking wet in their weird furry costumes just getting dumped on and all just stuck there not being able to eat or take a shit like that, that is my that's my personal hell that diplo video with chris rock in the back of the truck was pretty fucking sick yeah that was pretty i'm not gonna lie like getting out of it like that but like yo think about all like uh the credit card hippies who went there and they're like we're going to burning man and they get stuck in like the ultimate wook situation of just getting rained on and not being able to eat for five days just all these like influencer girls disgusting water Jesus Christ. I have no I sympathy for the Burning Man crowd. Like, most of them, most of the Burning Man crowd, I feel like are like hippies who pretend to pride themselves on living off the land kind of shit. Y'all got two days of rain. Like, <laughs> handle it. Jesus Christ. You can't handle nature, but you're so in touch with the earth, bro. Exactly. Get rained on, pussies. I, I want to leave that. nature now, please. That is one of those places I never want to catch myself. I don't think I would have fun. If I don't I, think I would, if I could go in an air conditioned RV in and out in a couple hours, guaranteed, 
Maybe. But who plays Burning Man? Like, is there a festival lineup for Burning Man? It blow from a hot air balloon. Yeah, but that doesn't sound fun to me. Like, that doesn't entice me. Right. I, I feel like it would be like nine hours of the string cheese incident or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, or like the flaming lips, like for like nine hours and the balls and shit like that. Like, it just doesn't really get me going. I can't explain it. Just nah. I'm surprised Dave isn't more excited about Burning Man since he loves watching the dead with John Mayer. I still take Dave's side. I don't get a box seat with a beer vendor at my disposal and pissers 10 every direction. Yes. I enjoy that. Once that is, that is the credit card hippie spot though. Is like the dead and company shows. Like that's all like people with money going out to see the dead. Bad. It was such an easy ticket to get forever. Yeah. $20 you stand wherever. And now it's like, yeah, it's the fucking credit card hippies that are killing it. Disgusting. They make me sick, dude. Um, other than that, real quick, the Drake and the Weekend song. I don't know if you guys saw this. The one that like the AI song that came out that we freaked out about, and then we completely stopped talking about AI because it really isn't gonna make a goddamn difference. But apparently, this song is eligible for a Grammy based upon what the CEO of the Grammy said, because the song was created by a person. I think this is one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't understand that. The, like, it's fake. It's totally fake. And the thing is, that, honestly, man, I started talking about this and I was like, I'm going to get excited. I don't care anymore. I really don't like about this whole AI thing. I don't think it's going to mean fucking anything. We were worried about it for like 20 minutes and we don't care anymore. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. I just I guess I'm interested. Not in like, a, oh, I'm so interested in what's going to happen. I'm just like in the back of my head, like, oh. That's weird. <laughs> you know? Is it just that we don't care about the Grammys anymore or like the inner, like, I don't like, I don't think very many people give a shit about the Grammys anymore. I just no. like uh, the industry on a whole. I don't, maybe it's because we do our thing and we care about what we care about, but like, I feel like less and less. It, I feel like I got super snubbed by the Grammys one year. So they're fucking dead to me, dude. You're going to hold on. Is, are you going to, is that going to go to your grave? Like you're going to like name a bigger fucking song of that year. And we didn't even yeah. nominated. What did you guys do to not get nominated? Was this like a, did you guys like piss on somebody's like uh front steps or something like that? Or what happened? Probably. We were not exactly. um Good people. People, you know? Yeah. I don't think, well, they're nominating robots now. So I don't think that's yeah, it. Gonna fuck me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, dude. A robot. No problem. It's never stopped the Grammys from nominating. It's not. You guys weren't fucking Hitler. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure R. Kelly has a Grammy or two. Who's yeah. the worst person to have a Grammy? Just Chris Brown's probably been nominated a bunch of times. Facts, dude. Facts. I would love to do yeah, a list of the he's talented. <laughs> I would love to see a list of the worst people to ever get Grammys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I mean, Kanye, he's got like twenty people to get Grammys. Dude, is it fucked up that I love Kanye again? The worst are Millie Vanilli, Chris yeah, Brown, the- Justin Bieber. <laughs> I mean, he's not a bad person. No, but like uh, when you he was just about something like a Bieber song or a Katy Perry song or any of those songs. For me, I guess a a part of my problem is that there's 14 writers, six producers, three members. Like, I mean, Phil Phil Spector, Phil Spector has a bunch of Grammys that he listened to and his A&R listed to, and they go, cool, let's cut these ones. And then he got a Grammy. He's like, thank you, everybody, for blah, I mean, blah, blah. J- Jerry Lee Lewis probably has a Grammy, and he married his 13-year-old cousin. List. <laughs> Dude, I had a I had a funny shower thought the other day, and I want to know if this is funny to me or to anyone else. Jerry, and I was thinking, what are you saying? Jerry Lee Lewis what? I did not know this about Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. 
like first cousin. First cousin. Ugh. You didn't know that? No, I liked his music, and now I'm going to look at him. Also. This is the second time I've done this on this podcast. I remember when I broke Dante's heart when I told him that uh, Chuck Berry was a bad person, too. And Dante was like, what do you mean Chuck Berry was a bad person? And I was like, well, Chuck Berry has a song called Sweet Little 16, and I think there's a reason for that. Um, here's my shower thought. I'm going to start faking Dante out with, like, R.I.P. fucking Megan Trainer <laughs> or something like that <laughs> in the thread and have him just fucking lose it. So I was thinking the other day, I was like, damn, like I like Kanye's still like one of my favorite artists of all time. And like, sure, he's not a great person or whatever. Like, I was like, do you think like anybody had to ever be like they loved Hitler's art and they're like, damn, I mean, like he's a bad person, but that fucking painting was great. (laughs) Painting's pretty fucking sick, man. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, Hitler was an artist first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 he, he, he took you know you know he did he created quite the collection yeah he was doing a great job curating but i was like i wonder if anybody's ever like back in the day in like 1940s germany was like damn that guy could paint he's an asshole but fuck he could paint bro you know, sick business. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that popped in my head um but other than that um the last thing uh kenny did you see uh the warren g interview with uh drink champs uh-oh so Warren G, I didn't know this, produced a lot of The Chronic for Dr. Dre. I didn't know that, yeah. He got no publishing and he got paid nothing for it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. One of the biggest like albums of all time. My laugh then, is is the laugh of a person who's not surprised in any way whatsoever. Dude, what does Dr. Dre do? He has ghost producers and writers at the ass. No, I've, I have interviewed, auditioned to be a part of the lab. I didn't follow up on it, so I won't say that they didn't take me, but I didn't even follow up on it. But he also doesn't write his own verses. Snoop Dogg wrote all his verses. Like I don't, I don't what Snoop did he do? All of his early verses, too. Do you know who uh what was it? I f- not forgot about Dre. It was um uh hitting them corners and them lolos, girl. That fucking song. That was Jay-Z wrote that verse. So you know what? It sounds like a hove melody. It is a hove verse. Hove really- uh, Hove rhythm. Um, all right. We've talked enough. I want to get into this Corey Taylor interview. Uh, it is a fantastic interview. We also had another one from that day. The interview will come out. The Oxymorons interview was fucking phenomenal. Yo, they went from like me not knowing who they are to them being my favorite people we've ever talked to. Dude. <laughs> we did solve racism in one podcast. So That's what I'm titling the YouTube video when we put it out. It's Barstool Backstage and Oxymorons yeah. solve racism. Yeah, perfect. Great. We ended racism. It was, And it was all Dave. Just go to Amazon now and start adding things to your cart. Don't check out, but <laughs> yeah, go. dude, unbelievable. All right, fuck it. This is our interview with Corey Taylor. How you feeling? You feel all right? Aggravated, uh, aggravated sodomy. sodomy. Yeah, that's the name of the interview. I, I was gonna say, yeah. Oh, fuck. When I heard that. Yeah, Dante was working. And he looked like your band list. Yeah, yeah. aggravated <laughs> sodomy. <laughs> He has a list of fake band names. Aggravated sodomy. Aggravated sodomy is pretty good, dude. dude I, I mean, wait. I added a new one the other day. <laughs> Stem cell face mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the one we came up with? Pubic zirconium. Oh my pretty god. Good. Like, That's pretty good, good right? Oh, I have a whole. I have a list too. Like <laughs> all this dumb you have it shit. On you? I do. I think so. Dude, yeah. Oh, we, we have to go band for band. Oh, yeah. Yo, pubic. They're not. Zirconium. They're not great. They're not great. Kenny can't say heaven. <laughs> mine are. We had one. We had one that was that fat dad band, which was pretty good. Man. That was pretty fucking good. Save, the these, save these for the podcast. Yeah, okay. We'll save them. On the same level, I got one that's Kenny Dad. Just make sure. Dad. Those are great ones. 
nasty jizz cannon. <laughs> <laughs> not right. just not just any jizz no, cannon, no, but a nasty one. One hundred percent. All right, are we good to roll here? We've already been rolling. This <laughs> oh, is all staying oh, in the oh, interview. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. All right, we'll, Steve, fi we'll find a no, place for it. We're starting the interview with nasty jizz. Okay. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, Barstool Backstage on the guest list today. We have uh, the lead singer of Slipknot, the lead singer of Stone Sour, and he's out here promoting a new solo record coming out on September 15th. Yes. The legend, Corey Taylor in the back. Thank you, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting an old dude in here. It feels good. Right? Do you know this is actually the first time we've all ever met yeah, each other in true. person? So we've been, been doing this three years. What? We've been doing this for three years. How's that fucking work? We, 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 need, a, <laughs> we need a big star to get the L.A. I know. Hey, hey, being Midwest, I feel your pain. I haven't it's flown anywhere in three years to meet these assholes. Really? So you come on this podcast because <laughs> big respect. You know what I mean? Here I am. Well, we had I, Ice I Cube in here that. about a year ago. I didn't come to that either. You didn't come, <laughs> you didn't come to Cube? Dude. I know what you. I also Rude. have like twins, you know what I mean? So well, okay, well, okay. He, well, then he's got other, yeah. you know, yeah. it's not just well, LA. He's got some yeah. shit going on. He just on. had a kid two weeks ago. I had a kid two weeks ago. <laughs> then why are you here? That's what <laughs> <'Cause> you, <laughs> you're saying, dude. Because Kenny's a decent father. I and, am know. not that big a deal. You're going to find out very quickly, it, but I'm I appreciate it. who at 15 had the poster of Slit Not on the Wall taking acid, watching your fucking face. <laughs> and going nuts, <laughs> like that. So, yeah, this is a long time coming for me. Oh, God. Well, this ought to be interesting then. You know we have a lot of big people on this show and we're always kind of wondering beforehand like i wonder how this is gonna go right. i don't know we get Corey taylor he's a fucking serious guy serious right. musician and then we were doing our research before and i saw the quote last week <laughs> about the beatles song yeah and i was like okay my man can talk some shit oh and yeah. i believe the exact quote was all you need is love is hippie bullshit i believe was the 100 percent. yeah well i mean it was <laughs> There's yeah. a lot more than that. Now, let me preface this by saying I'm a massive Beatles fan. Okay. okay? I mean, I love the Beatles. I I'd, I'd study them like the Sapruder films sometimes, yeah. man, because right. I feel like they were really the kind of the progenitor for so many different vibes. Like, right. in, the, in the 60s, you had very specific bands that did very specific things. Mm. Obviously, the Who, the Kinks, mm. all that stuff that kind of led down different musical paths. But the Beatles, dude, mm. were so instrumental and really kind of planting the seeds for so many different genres mm -hmm. oh, yeah. mm -hmm. that it's the fact that they are clowned now makes me mad. And I push those people down by their yeah. fucking face when they talk it's shit. It's true. The broad, the broad Very much so. spectrum yeah, of dude. their genres just in their catalog. It's is, unmatched. It's crazy, like yeah. even like bands like Zeppelin, I yeah. mean, yeah. who are massively yeah. fucking influential, you know, but are still they don't hold a candle right. to what the Beatles were mm -hmm. able to do. That being said, <laughs> what, is it about, what is it about the one song? It's just so fucking saccharine. <laughs> uh, dude, every time I hear it, I get a cavity. I'm just like, what the fuck is this garbage? I get a cavity. And it makes me so, because so I yeah. hear it, yeah. and it just starts with that just fucking. Uh, yeah. I love, it like, puts me in a good mood. I, oh, oh, boo. <laughs> Come on, man. man. You need to aim man. higher, dude. Yeah. Like, for real. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Beatles record? Like, if there was one you were going oh, to Oh, shit, dude. I mean, Revolver's Fuck really, yes. really okay. good. Mm. I mean, that one. So, and I'm the gonna, thing, I'm... well, and but here's the thing, man. Like, a lot of their great songs weren't even on albums. They right. were singles, mm -hmm. man. So, I look at stuff like Strawberry, Be Strawberry Fields Forever right. is one of the darkest mm -hmm. fucking songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and I've always, I've never had the balls to cover it. Let's put it that way. Because <laughs> yeah, right. I've always wanted to. Because it just, it has that, it has the potential to be able to kind of take it down this fucking twisted mm, vibe, yeah. right? And then you start to go, 
Well, maybe if I deserve that- <laughs> What the hell's wrong with you? You're not a genius. genius. <laughs> I, I hold on. I loved the descriptor of saccharin. Yes. Yeah. Song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there a saccharin song out there that you sneaky like that people would be guilty shocked? pleasure? Yeah, what's you know, that's a great question. Go? Well, okay. Here's the thing. I have no guilty pleasure. So if I like something, I'm not very about vocal yeah. about. Well, I'm. I also don't keep my opinions to myself. <laughs> yeah, I think that's obvious. Yeah. Um, I fucking low-key love Megan Trainer because <laughs> And here's because I have a I have an 8-year-old daughter okay. who is obsessed with her right now. So I'm driving her to school, and it's just all fucking all about, all about, about that bitch. Yeah. All about that bitch. No yeah. trouble. And I go, and I've gotten to the point where I was like, Daddy doesn't want to hear that one. Daddy wants to hear this one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, if I was you, I'd want to be Daddy's me going to too. The I'm just fucking, yeah. I'm driving. And then I don't shut it off when I've dropped her off. Now I'm driving home, and I'm like, oh my God. I, I had the respect of that kid. He's a, a Megan Trainer hipster. He's like, don't give me that fucking pop bullshit. Give me the oh, deep cut. Yeah. Give me the shit. Now, but here's the thing. Here's the here's why I like her because she deceptively commingles all of these dope genres together. Like yeah. she's got like hip hop and R and B, but then blends it with mm. these really cool like '40s swing vibes. Yeah, man. like little girl. Nobody does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can Ooh, hear man. it, and you go, "Man, this is just fucking." Why is that song stuck in my fucking head, is man? That Max, is that Max Martin? No, would not she's, I don't think she was big enough to do Max Martin. I'm curious who who did who made that song. Right, I don't know, but it was all I know is like I drive to school every day, and I'm just like, I am your mother. You <laughs> listen to me. I'm like, shit. This it is just, going. That's that's my day. That's my right. day. Stuck that, in my head. That's so. a good answer. See, yeah. I'm picturing that, and then like on shuffle, Code Orange comes on next. Oh, 100. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, absolutely. So. Yeah, the hunt comes on. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> let's go. Oh, oh Kevin Caddish did it. He did a bunch of the new Morgan Wallen and stuff like that. Jason Mraz song, stuff like that. Right. I want to see Corey Taylor take his daughter to a Megan Trainer concert. Just fucking front yeah. row. Yeah. Oh, you might see that, like, man. Because I, uh, my friends, my friends uh, scored tickets to uh, BTS or no Blackpink. Yeah, and okay. took my daughter to see that when they were in Vegas, yeah. and she came home, and then all she wanted to listen to was Blackpink, which yeah. I can't get down with. I was gonna say, like, do you get the K-pop stuff? Because I don't. I, I don't know. Nah. It's just like there's 27 people up there dancing, <laughs> and I don't know who's singing what. Is Blackpink like, the metal group, girl group. No, 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 no that no. that's uh, that's that baby metal. Baby, baby metal. metal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're fucking they're incredible. Fucking tutus and. My son got me into them, Griff, really? when he was yeah. little. Because remember, he was so into, he was just like, he's like, Dad, you got to listen to fucking baby metal. I was like, what are <laughs> you talking about? First of all, you keep those words out of your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he put it on. It was a video. Yeah. I think that helped me appreciate right, it. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, you know, they're just, they're doing yeah. their fucking thing. And, and all then, of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what in the fuck is this, this? dude? It's dope. Yeah. And I got to meet them, and they were the sweetest people. Yeah. They're massive Slipknot fans. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Christ, on Christmas. I can't, this is where I can't we're get away from this, days, right? Man. Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, it was so are. rad. Yeah. Yo, so. speak, speaking of yourself, I was curious, because I know that he's kind of up and coming in his band. Yeah, and I've seen him perform with uh, your, your shit. Are you with him? Um, I'm curious. I'm always curious about successful famous musicians and their children does your does your son ever ask for advice slash does he ever take advice he asks now yeah like in the beginning when he was first starting out yeah and i didn't want to offer anything and that's, right. you know that's what, what i mean that's yeah. what i'm curious because i never pushed him towards music right yeah he kind of came to it his own oh, i, I tried how to old, teach him how to play 
This is well, he's going to be 21 this year. Yeah. But okay. when he started, but when he started, when he really started to get into it, God, what was he? He was about 14. Oh, so okay. Yeah. He, he so didn't so 13, have to ask 14. Anything yeah. He knows everything. They know he, everything at that age. Well, yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> right. He started doing stuff at his school for their talent show. Yeah. And he would like, so he would come and be, he's like, I need you to cut a song together for me. Yeah. With no, with no lyrics. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? So I would like do like these weird edits for like, you know, Avenged Sevenfold yeah, for yeah. him. And he would sing that for his, for his school. Right. His wife was always vocals. It, always vocals. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he, he didn't have the patience for it. Cause I tried to sit him down and teach him guitar and yeah, he didn't yeah, want to yeah. have anything. I was yeah. like, fine. Yeah. But he's a drunk. He plays drums. Yeah. So he taught himself how to play drums. Yeah, love that. So fast forward a little bit. He and his friends start a band in middle school mm-hmm. and Cole his uh, guitar player now is the same dude that he was in a band with. So mm. they've been up like the whole Good time, you know, mm. like they're super close and they ended up joining forces with a band from another school. So they, so it was almost, it wasn't like a rival thing, but right. they were just looking for dudes who were really, really into it. And then their drummer didn't work out. So they got Simon who was clown's son. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And <laughs> Griffin and Simon have known each other for a grip, yeah. you know, so they've yeah. known each yeah. other for a long time. Yeah. So to see these guys really start to kind of put it together, it was like watching Slipknot get together yeah. in real time because yeah. we all knew each other, yeah. right? We were all on the scene and like different bands yeah. and stuff. Oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, we started recognizing that we were the dudes in all of our bands yeah. that were kind of making it happen. Yeah. Like we were the ones out flyering at midnight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were the ones out, you know what I mean? That's like a, yeah, ex- we had the hustle, yeah. we had the passion, we had heavy? the talent. Did they with start Slipknot? off heavy? Oh, no, yeah, with, uh, with, oh, with, band, with, with Vended, yeah. yeah. They, well, they, they kind of, his original band wasn't. Yeah. But once they got Simon, then they were like, okay, we can do anything. Right. Griffin went full, Damn, yeah. full growl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, mean, I went to one of their practices yeah. and I was like, damn, all right. That's... And did you have to te- like teach? No, this dude. Is so lame, like he... breath technique and all that screaming no, shit. No, he really started to kind of, I didn't start to give him really like pointers mm-hmm. or anything till, I mean, they had already done their first kind of like EP, yeah, which was nice. cool, yeah. you know? Yeah. But now he comes to me all the time and it's like, he's like, how do you, what do yeah. you do with this? How do you do how it for do 90 do... minutes? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. He's, I mean, he's getting to the point where he's just like, how do you do this all these right. days in a row? Exactly, yeah. But yeah. I'm just like, you got to rest. I mean, yeah. so I would walk him down, like, all the things that we'd have to right. do. And he's starting to listen, which is a yeah. first in his life. Yeah. You know, yeah. Little bastard, yeah. you know? It's like, uh, but, uh, dude... I am so proud of him. Yeah. You know? Like, that's so great. That's it's so awesome. amazing. Like, that's it's why, something like, that I question, never thought would happen. And that question though. comes from, like, I was curious. Like, it's one thing to teach him pitch and all this right. different stuff. But, like, right. for what you guys do, there's so much more technique and how to be able to do it exactly. every night. Even and just to, for one night, let alone every night. be able to do it with passion right. but control. Right. And, exactly. that's, and that's something to me that you can't teach. Mm-hmm. You just have to have it. Yeah. Man. And luckily he has it and yeah. he's just so into it and he's just That's great yeah. and it's criminal he looks better in clothes than i do yeah. which yeah. Just pisses me yeah. off yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't you, you know? have like a moment where sometimes you look at him you're like you motherfucker oh he's like, got it all oh yeah I just, i'm just <laughs> yeah. like how tall is he oh he's well he's a little taller than me but yeah. largely that's because i'm old and bent now so yeah. i just kind of you know i've got i swear to god back. i'm getting shorter dude for real yeah. Yeah. no it's true it's a yeah. proven fact your uh your spine starts to contract Compress. as yeah. you get yeah. older you yeah. press yeah. so i've you know i was six foot in junior high so now i don't know what the fuck happened now, yeah you know? same here yeah i was linebacker <laughs> yep. jesus christ you were six yeah. foot you played six football? feet tall 
You were a football guy? I played football. I wasn't six foot. No, he was joking. <laughs> that was bullshit. Him and I got yeah. that because we're the, yeah. we're short dudes. Well, we yeah. know. The short we know. guys what got it. Were you? I was a uh, I was a running back actually. Really? Yeah. Fullback um, or tailback? No, I I they'd bring me in when I, they would just wanted me to because I was a psycho and yeah. I would just run straight that through. That makes sense. That was literally but me. I when I started growing my hair out, they cut me, and I I never played. Was this again. the Waterloo Water Buffaloes or something? No, no, this was the the Bunger Bobcats. <laughs> the Bunger Bob. Bunger, you heard me, Bunger Bobcats. Loud and clear. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it, it didn't last long, but I still loved playing football. You know, it's funny you brought up hair because my first introduction to you was actually Stone Sour. Okay, I'm from Philadelphia. WMMR played the fuck out of Through Glass. Oh yeah, dude, and. When I think about you, I think about you with like the shoulder length blonde hair. Right. Yeah. And I was really hoping today you would come in with the like the fucking <laughs> Joe Wall shoulder length blonde I, hair. I, I cut, well, listen, I'm just really thankful that I can still grow that shit. Hell yeah, you know? dude. Like, yeah. I, don't look like, <laughs> I don't look like a monk from like the 1600s with the crown. Which is kind of tight. It's a good look now. It's yeah. a tight look. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I, but you have to kind of be goth. <laughs> right. 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 Now. right. Like, yeah. I just, you know, I. Over the years, I, I like to do kind of like a, like a like a, a slick back, you yeah. know, like a you know kind of shaving on the sides and slick it back. But now I'm like, and I'm I'm embracing my inner punk again finally because I used to be I was a punk kid when I was growing yeah. up, yeah, and man, I was just yeah. like, well, I'm gonna go back to you know I'm going back to factory settings basically. And this is this is what <laughs> I want. Yeah, do, restart, so. unplug, replug. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Blow on the, the cartridge. cartridge. Exactly. Oh, look at that, <laughs> that was fucking weird. Whatever that was, yeah. Is that catching? I feel like that's going to be contagious. But I think for me, like, we, we were talking about this beforehand. I didn't realize that Stone Sour predated Slipknot. Yeah, yeah. And when you started talking about kind of you guys being in that scene in Iowa and just, like, realizing you could get together, like, was that odd for the guys in Stone Sour for you to go do that? And did you get Stone Sour back together from a perspective of being like, I want to take care of my boys? Like, what? Well, what, it's interesting because essentially so i left stone sour right. to join slipknot because at that point i was curious was, why there was no well or what was the kicker you know i, I mean? was i was there for their very first show mm -hmm. in 95 mm -hmm. and it was the craziest thing i'd ever seen in my life man that I mean, anybody's they, ever seen that dude honestly they walked through us they yeah. walked through that they didn't come from the back they walked through the crowd. they walked through us That's and i mean heavy. they didn't even have to push us out of That's the way they, we were just like uh what <laughs> what the fuck is this dude and they didn't tell anybody what they were doing and when they came on stage they all they did was they hit one crazy low note and joey blasted yeah. for probably 30 it's to like a drop minute bar. Just, yeah. and we're just like I, I'm front row. Yeah. And I remember saying to myself, clear as day, I'm going to be the singer for this band. Fuck yeah. No and way. I've never, That's incredible. never felt that before, never felt it since. And literally two years later, they asked well, me. Well, and so me. Stone Sour, it, while albeit somewhat similar, not very similar, did you know that you already had the capability to perform? in a band like Slipknot as the singer no. when you were sitting there? No. I had no idea. That's, and that I mean, that's and, and it's so, so, Stone Sour at the time was more like kind of metal, mm -hmm. alternative. Right. There was some punk to it. Mm -hmm. um, it was me kind of finding my voice as a songwriter because right. I wrote yeah. pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. um, and when it came to Slipknot, that was the stuff that I was listening to. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So like it was everything from Korn and Megadeth mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. stuff like 
you know, Seven Dust, mm -hmm. um, Typo, mm -hmm. like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was kind of forming this amalgam in my head, you know, Sepultura, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Right around that time, Roots had come out and just crushed yeah. everything. That fucking record. Oh my that God. Fucking record. That record oh, is so thick, you can wear yeah. it like a coat. It's life changing. It's record. just, you yeah. fucking yeah. put it on, you're yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. right? So I was kind of starting to feel. And the stuff that I was writing with Stone Sour was starting to get more aggressive. Mm -hmm. So I was getting out of that whole kind of, uh, I, you know, we would have some, some fast moments, some ballads mm -hmm. and stuff, but I was really starting to kind of lean into that. But it, it just felt like I wasn't getting there yet. You know right. what I mean? And when they asked me to join, I just went, well, first of all, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let's see if it works. Like, so I didn't join, join right away. Yeah. Mm. Um, Trial right. It took a couple weeks, you know, cause yeah. I, so I went in and I recorded a couple songs with them because they weren't even, I, I don't know if they were sure about me, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, did your I was, voice hold up in those like first sessions. It, the, yeah, they did when I was recording. Yeah. But when we started rehearsing, I was blowing it out really right. quick because I hadn't developed my style yeah, yet, yeah, right. you know, so, so it took some trial and error to kind of <clears> figure that out. <throat> And I just remember being in the vocal booth and the first thing I ever recorded was me inside. And, Jesus. Uh, and oh, it was, as soon as I started doing it, I saw them, cause like you can see through yeah, the like glass, I saw them go. Yeah. There's nothing yeah, like yeah. that in yeah, the world. Yeah. It was so yeah. rad. Cause they had never heard me sound like that yeah. before. And, and just being at <laughs> the fact that they had trust and I owe this to clown and Joey, yeah. you know, like the fact that they had the trust in it, was pretty rad, you yeah. know. Um, it was it was it was a it was a big moment for me. I gotta say, even the even your the speaking voice of you on stage, your performer voice, right, just right, speaking right. is like its own thing that is yeah. so yeah. Slipknot to me. Right, you know what I mean? Right, Which is yeah. so fucking sick. That's so great. I love that. Do you have to like? So you're in that in that recording session. You you have the guys in the in your side eye right. like judging you. Like, right. are, is he it's gonna be our guy I or not? I fucking hate it. I love you, it. Is there like a switch you have to flip to channel that voice and that like emotion that you put out on stage? Like, I gotta imagine it's much easier to do that in front of a well, hundred thousand people at you know Riot Fest. You'd be surprised. Um, the mask helps. Mm. That's one of the things that that's one of the benefits of wearing a mask is that you put it on and it immediately puts you in that headset. Mm -hmm. Do you record in the mask? No. Uh, no. I was gonna say. <laughs> well, because when you're in that moment, it's fresh. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like these are songs that you've just written. There's a, a natural energy that comes from, you know, recording. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's there's a natural energy that comes from the first time you're hitting something, you know? It's yeah. hard to replicate. Exactly. Yes. So you try to get it as close to that as possible. So you don't really need the mask in that moment. Yeah. When we did the first album, we did a lot of tracking with the mask. Okay. But then we realized the California heat was yeah. exactly yeah. designed yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, if, Guys we, don't, have terrible if we don't want to die before this album comes out, maybe we should, you know, we don't have to keep yeah. it that fucking real, guys. You know? so, and I mean, it's real. And you, and you can see there's some video of us and we're all fucking, dude, we're Dying. going nuts. We got our masks on. We're, yeah. And we get done and we would just go, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. just melt like crazy yeah. right Jesus Christ. um but the masks help you get back to that right line. yeah yeah, yeah. you know what spot. i mean like so and that's one of the reasons why my mask has always evolved mm -hmm. it's always changed because i'm not the same person that i was before yeah right and the person that is in that moment yeah. feels this way now that will help me tap into this kind of through line of emotion right mm -hmm. being able to kind of convey that but when it comes to you know, trying to get back to that, that one perfect moment mm. 
you know you're never going to get there, but the yeah. mask helps you yeah. get a little channel closer back to into that exactly. That how do you cha- how do you channel emotion? Because I get I'm not going to say it's a crutch, but it's a tool. The mask, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, knot. absolutely. So when you're doing your solo record, mm-hmm. what's your kind That's of impetus question, behind yeah. that? Well, the so, I mean, the solo thing is just it's everything, right? You know, it's Slipknot. It's it's a very specific side of my personality. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's the abuse that I dealt with, yeah, the trauma right. that I've you know tried to write and yeah. kind of you know come to grips with. Right. It's the the darkness that I maybe didn't want to admit yeah. right. that was mm-hmm. in me. You know, it's leaning into that 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 different side. The solo thing to me is me just being able to kind of do everything. Right. You know, it's like having those heavy moments, but ha- you know, sweet moments as well. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and because I think people don't realize this, the whole reason I started doing music is because oh, I, I just wanted to write songs. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't necessarily know if I was going to be a great performer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm a very extroverted introvert. Right. I would mm-hmm. prefer not to hang out with mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. except maybe a handful of people who are mm-hmm. very close to Core, me. Right. You know? uh, Seinfeld said it perfectly. He's like, I can talk to all of you, but I can't talk to any of you. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, yeah, and, yeah, that's, yeah. and that's yeah. real, man. Like, I fi- I've had to... F- I've had to find myself socially. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I drank as much as yeah. I did, mm. you know? So when I'm on stage, it's really just about entertaining everybody, but playing the songs that I really, really wanted to write, you yeah. know? And that's kind of what Stone Sour was. That was one of the reasons why we put Stone Sour back together yeah. is because I was getting lost as a songwriter. With Slipknot, I just wasn't nearly as good as everybody guitar-wise mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wanted to contribute, and I felt like I was, I was really unhappy. Mm-hmm. All I was getting to do was, you know, right. write, write lyrics. Right. You know, for yeah. three albums, all I'd really been able to do is contribute one riff, yeah. which right. sucked, you yeah. know. Um, so I put Stone Sour back together so I could feel fulfilled, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where this comes back into play, yeah. you know. It, um, it's for me the solo thing is me not having to deal with the limitations of people that I've been in bands with. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like it's, it's the it's, lane. It's, it's not a total control thing, but it's yeah. a, it's, it's an expression thing. There's know? a lane there, whether you want it to be exactly. there or not. I'm curious when comparing the solo stuff to like Slipknot, if like, like you were saying Slipknot, when you put the mask on or whatever, you channel this energy or whatever, right. do you feel like you're performing and or writing as number eight in Slipknot? And then Ooh. Corey Taylor is Corey Taylor. Maybe. That you know, I mean, I, I don't want it to come off as like kind of schizophrenic like yeah, that, but, but you're right. I mean, yeah. it's it's a it's a wholly separate right. side of like mine. Like Ada's singing right, right now. Yeah. Ada's screaming, yeah. and then this is Corey. And I can feel him come on. Right, right, right. And I, and I don't want to be that dickhead who talks about himself in the third person. Like Corey's not here. No, right. but it, co- it comes <laughs> it's so no, no, fucking no, no. pretentious. He does that with but Dove Stop Dave. The vibe that okay. comes off from from those shows, like in in AWOL, before we went on stage for like two years, we watched. Slipknot, two thousand nine, Download Festival. Oh shit! Intro, you know what I mean, like that yeah, man. fucking intro, that one. But it was something about. It seems like you guys were not. I don't want to say playing characters, but you know what I mean. You were like in that. Right. You were those people then at that right. moment. Exactly. And that helped us be like, whatever this is doesn't matter. We're right. Here right now. And it, it's a good point, man. Yeah. Um, I, I think yeah, yeah, you know, um, because I uh, obviously I know it, it. It really kind of comes down to being multifaceted when it comes to your personality yeah, you right. know like no one person is just one thing right. if they are yeah i mean you might as well just be a fucking piece of paper right yeah, right. Yeah, right. Just yeah, like yeah. that thing yeah. everybody's three-dimensional yeah. so you know it's 
it's me, it's me, but it's not all me. Right. right. So you're right. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's you know it's it's number eight. It's yeah, the ocho. It's number it's, eight. It's fucking great and big I know mouth that the, coming the out. The solo project you're saying is like kind of your lane to express yourself in all the forms that you it's want my to way do. To, right. To kind of be able to to. Well, let's just put it what it is. I'm a greedy pig when right. it comes to music. All <laughs> yeah, right? but, I, I but just, just love to fucking write you music. You deserve to be because you've done all these other things with yeah, all these other but people. but that doesn't necessarily mean people are going to like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you got to be does that, good. Yeah, does, that, you know, does that matter to you a, a lot? And I don't mean that in a shitty way. I, like, I want people to like it when I'm playing it live. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? But the music is for... But the music's... I mean, you know, it's, it, it's, it's kind of that... You know, it's the old adage, obviously, ride for yourself. Right. But then, if that's the case, why are you going on the road? Right. You know what yeah, I mean? 100%, so, 100%. when I go on the road, I, you know, I want people to like it. I yeah. want people to dig it. So... Yeah. Once, but here's the thing. The difference is, is that if I didn't like it, nobody would hear it in the first place. Right, 100. Yeah, so exactly. after that, mm -hmm. it's be, it's about them. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm sated. Yeah. I'm completely satisfied. Yeah. I put the stuff out, and then it's like, okay, let's see how many people how kind of agree with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I'm curious. Sorry to keep interrupting you. Oh, you're good. I, dude, I've never seen Kenny this curious about anything. This is fucking sick. <laughs> he really hates just, everything. Hey, just some background. Kenny is. The like token hater piece of shit of the group. Yeah, <laughs> I have oh, a so feeling we'd get so you're like me. Oh, saying. fuck yeah! This dude. is why we're doing. You know what I mean? Well, and by hater, I mean that's a strong thing. Opinionated, okay. Opinionated. I yeah. had a hard time with fans because I would say things about bands that I didn't like, and they'd you know blah 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 hate right. on me. And I always had this thing of like, just because I have fans doesn't mean I I relinquish my right to an opinion. Exactly, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, going back to solo record process. Right. Because it's your kind of baby, are you self-producing? Are you having people help you as well as, is it your live band playing on the record or are you yeah. having different friends come Oh, no, 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 no. It's, that's it's, Kenny's, way ask, Kenny's way of asking if he can produce your That's yeah. 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 I mean, hey, we, we can do, definitely do a tune together. You ever man. heard Sail? That'd be rad. You ever heard the song Sail by AWOL Nation? <laughs> Kenny had a small part of that, dude. It was great. <laughs> 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 small part. That's you fucking, fucking small song, part. man. Uh, uh, there are a couple of different questions there. Yeah, um, I'm just curious about the process. Yes, yeah. that's my band. Yeah. Um, that's all of us. Yeah. Um, with the exception of like... Uh, we had Fred Mandel come in and mm. play Hammond B3, who's a fucking legend. Mm. Roger Manning came in and did like keyboards mm. and some programming and shit, which rad. Yeah. Um, uh, Mariko, I can't remember her last name, but she's mm. an amazing cellist. She came shit. in and played cello live. Like we did everything did the whole live, thing. Yeah. basically. Yeah. So we, we recorded in the room together live. Yeah. So what you're hearing, no yeah, is 90% of us live and then we would come in and do little overdubs obviously shit, yeah. vocals the yeah, solos right. but what you're hearing man is mm -hmm. fucking five dudes in a room together just yeah. tearing just, ass just raging it. old school are you guys you know? writing in the studio or are you writing no i write everything first right and then take it um in. and then with the exception of the stuff that i write with tooch yeah we uh i send it to everybody and i go okay this is the meat of it this is the, the rhythm section yeah, yeah there's yeah. nuts and bolts mm -hmm. Let's stick to this. This is the arrangement, but make it your own. Right. You know, and yeah. I do that because, you know, these are guys that I've jammed with yeah. for 20 years. You trust Known them. these guys. I 100%. That's what I tell all my they guys. They are one them. of the best bands in yeah. the world. They're like, and what do you want me to do? I tr you're here because yeah. I trust you. What do you got? If yeah. I don't like it, I'm yeah. going to tell you. 100%. Yeah. I co produce yeah. with Jay Rustin, okay. um, who's done, I've worked with on the first album. Mm -hmm. We started working on Stone Sour together. Mm -hmm. He's one of the best in the business. Mm -hmm. And 
he also knows how to make every crazy idea in my head <laughs> fucking better you know yeah, like huge. yeah that's his job it's, it's really cool that's the job, man. and not only that but he's also one of the coolest dudes on the planet he's He's the last of a dying breed. He's yeah. a fan of music. Yeah. And he also know he's got this incredible background mm. of working in so many different genres that he knows exactly how to do it. Mm. And here's the secret of why our album sounds good mm. is because we went way back. We recorded to tape Ooh, first no shit. and then dumped it on Pro Tools. Yeah. You know how many people can do that in the fucking world? Not a None. lot. <laughs> Almost exactly. nobody, dude. That's crazy. So we were, and I was very adamant because I wanted that kind of analog vibe. Right. You yeah. know, just the warmth. That, it's that like visceral. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. And and we were we almost recorded it six no shit, yeah. But because um my you know my daughter's still young. Yeah. I I am a dad twenty four seven. And if I can make sure that I can go home right. and be a dad go to at work night, it's exactly yeah. it. So yeah. um Maybe for the third one, because mm -hmm. I love that studio. Yeah. I've worked there many times. That sound. It's so fucking that good. Fucking dude. sound. And now they've got the Sound City, yeah, the, the, the monster, yeah. uh -huh. you know? It's yeah. not great for drums. You have to bring yeah. in, you know, yeah. the SSL on the yeah. side, mm -hmm. but it's, dude. Yeah. There's so much history in that goddamn yeah. thing. We did Iowa on that fucking thing. That's the beast. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like recording an album through Titanic. Yeah, you know? yeah 100%. Yeah. It's crazy. God, um, yeah, so it's. It's very much me. Yeah. Um, the lion's share of the work, I'm basically doing everything. Mm -hmm. But because I love the people who I work with, mm -hmm. it's a joy, yeah. which yeah. is a fucking rarity in these times. Is this how you True. record one of your half on? Uh, no, I do, this, I, I do this so I don't feel like I'm pushing my voice. Because mm, like I said, last night was a rager in, in yeah. Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. It's exactly so, how I wear my headphones. Uh, I know, so I'm like... Sometimes, if I'm doing harmonies, yeah, I'll, yeah, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll sneak one, one on. on. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm in, in the moment, yeah. Um, and the thing is, dude, I don't do a lot of vocal passes. Mm. I do maybe three or four, mm -hmm. and then I use those passes as my doubles as well. Yeah, I don't oh, even yeah, go same. back in and yeah. double because I'm I'm consistent. I'm bragging yeah. now because I'm really good. You've at also it. been doing it for I have been a long doing it time, you know? a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, that's hey, what you get. You yeah. said earlier, Dean, back to last night's show, right? giving your son pointers yeah. on controlled passion. Right. How do you learn that? Is that just an experience thing? Old, it's trial old? and error. Yeah, it's definitely experience. Um, you learn, because for me, the biggest challenge has been, because I deal with my allergies. I do, you know, when you get on the road, you get sick. Oh, it's I mean, fucking it's worse. fucking crazy. We get to hide behind our instruments. Right. It's, you can't change these strings. No, you you know? yeah. it's, it's a bitch. Yeah. So it really kind of comes down to finding what works for you. Like throat code has never worked. Like none of that shit has ever worked for me. Um, mm -hmm. I have a, a special little noxious fucking liquid that I do, mm -hmm. which is lemon juice and honey. And that's it. And I'd shoot that before the show. It knocks down the irritation and I can get through it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it's not a hundred percent, but you know, and I, yeah. I never like to cancel shows. So I, if yeah. I can get up there and make a noise, I'm gonna do it. So it just comes down to learning you know, I mm -hmm. used to panic yeah. before shows, like mm -hmm. when I was younger, mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I'm, what am I going to do? But I didn't realize the stress was making that worse. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of have to just go confident. Okay. You know, we're going to do what we do. And once you get on that stage, you have a better idea of where you can go. Yeah. And then in your mind, you mentally go, okay, I can cheat this note. I can go to the audience okay. with this. Yep. I can, you know. It's yeah, those videos, whole, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, if you're, it's it's basically like you're making changes after halftime. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, you're, 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 you're making, exactly. Yeah, 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 there we go. Exactly. Yeah. Well, then 
And as a because I grew up playing sports, I yeah. realized that it's yeah. like okay, you kind of have to mm-hmm. kick on your feet. Yeah. You got to change everything up. Yeah. Well, if you're an Iowa boy, who are your pro sports teams? Colts. I grew up. I was a Colts fan. Ah, not anymore because fuck Jim Irsay. Yes. However, however, I still appreciate them from afar. Of I think Richardson's gonna be a fucking beast, dude. dude. I really athletically, do. Athletically, yeah. Oh, one of the most gifted he's motherfuckers on it's earth. Crazy. He's you're like you look at him. You're like. I've got a great photo of me kicking a football out of Andrew Luck's hands, almost ending their whole season. Oh my God, <laughs> really? They came oh. to, he came to a show. He's a big AWOL fan. He announced us like going on stage. Oh, nice. And then everybody was hammered backstage. Right. And he's like, Kenny, what foot do you kick with? And I'm like, right. And he snaps the ball, grabs it, I kick it, and the whole place goes silent. His whole team goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Broken f- that, I met him too. I met him, I met him at a Camp Freddy show. Yeah. And God, where the fuck were I think it was Park City, yeah. Utah. It was like yeah. it was at Su- Sundance. Yeah. Like we were doing a, a, like hell. a show. Yeah. And he was there with all of his dudes from they're, Stanford. They're, they're all monstrous. I, so I was just like, how are it's like yeah. somebody meeting their dad. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Are. And they're all <laughs> Can you fucking hear me out there. <laughs> and they're all kids. Ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all yeah. young. You're like, how But they're so he was so cool, dude. Yeah, he's the And I mean he he when he left, I kind of stopped watching the Colts. And I was like I was like, well, that's what fucking happens when you don't have a proper O-line, you tit. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that was that's a moment I'll never forget where I was when I found out Andrew Luck retired and just yeah. being, what the fuck? Because it was that it was in the middle of a preseason game, he was wasn't so it? Yeah, dude. yeah. He was so he was done. I mean, he was so good when yeah. he was on. Yeah. When they when they had enough mm. pieces around him, yeah. he was fucking yeah. bad. Oh, it's unbelievable. Dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, going back to the I have <laughs> a thousand going back to the music. This can relate to all of your projects because they're all so intense. What's the decompression process post-show? Post-show is funny. How do you funny. come down well, from something like a, a fucking great, slip? Knot? That That's is a, a great question. It's a great question. Um, with, with these dorks, we just go backstage and clown each other and all the clams that we had during the show, and I have a fucking lot of them. Dude, the other last night, I went, I went in to the, the end heavy riff on a on a new song called toxic it's like this kind yeah, of hardcore yeah, yeah, breakdown yeah. riff and i'm just feeling it you know <laughs> and i go to start it and i am a full step down no and i'm like oh shit you know i had to and i was like oh oh, oh you know what? thought i had it nailed but then our bass play <laughs> nice note no note we were right in the middle of bother and we play a full band version of bother right and, you know, so we're all feeling it. And our bass player, Elliot, who's fucking amazing, by the way. I'm all in it. You know, I'm like, wish I would. You know, he's playing. And all of a sudden, I just hear him go, fuck, like right behind me. He hit the worst note. And I didn't even really hear it because I don't have in-ears. I, yeah. I just go off the monitors. Yeah. And I turn around. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's just like, so funny. So when we come backstage, we are ripping, ripping each, each other, other to shreds, yeah. dude. It's, oh, it's, it's fucking funny. amazing. We, had, we actually had Jay on the podcast. Yeah, for right. Long, and he was talking about how fucking ruthlessly funny oh. the Slipknot guys are. Oh, dude, we yeah. shred each other so fucking best, hard. Dude, that's the best. Don't take I, it so fucking seriously. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it used to be like we would just be so like fucking down on each other. Yeah. But then you get to the point where you've played a million Who shows. Who fucking cares? Who you know, gives a shit, cares. right? Yeah. And But at the same time, man, we get worked up because it's special to us, right. you know. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's it's hard to let go of that perfectionist attitude, yeah, even course. if imperfection is yeah. perfect. There's a certain realm yeah. that you want to hit, you know. It like, took me so, a whole second band to learn how to let dude, some shit go. It's tough, you know, and yeah. it's really it's really hard, and especially going through 
the it, it, I think it takes working with a bunch of different people. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like it really because mm -hmm. because it it makes you appreciate where what you had, mm -hmm. and it also shows you what to expect, man. Mm -hmm. Like if yeah. you put too much pressure on people, yeah. you're never gonna get the best out of them. No, ever, never, man. Never. Like you, if if you don't respect yeah. their talent, you know. You don't push them, but respect their fucking See, that talent. That was AWOL dude. for a while. That was like somebody made a mistake, band meeting. Everybody call them out right now. Wow. Right. So like that. And that's okay. When I made it. And that's when I started a new band with right. the singer of Eve 6, and he and I made mistakes on purpose to make each other laugh. Right. Like, watch this bitch. And see, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. where it's at, yeah. man. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's so much healthier if mm -hmm. you can just embrace it. Yeah. Because the ego. There's still an expectation. Right. Right. But, but like. Chill the fuck out. A because bit. we're yeah. performers, we have a natural ego anyway, yeah. Yeah. And, and, to, and you have to embrace that. You, mm -hmm. you, all these motherfuckers that go, no, I have no ego. Yeah. It's like, well, that's yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. ego saying yeah. that you yeah. dipshit. Just what are you yeah. a fucking moron? Yeah. 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 Ugh. Yeah. I can't stand people. I, I so we're gonna let you get out of here in a minute, but I, I have two more little things here. Okay, and one involves both of you, but this this is my first one. I was just thinking about this. Several so, minutes later, we have <laughs> we have a thing talking about like oh. fucking. I got to talk to you about that. Oh, no, I know. I know. Okay, give it to me. So, <laughs> sound guys. And I'm thinking yeah. about early days of Slipknot, right? Right, right, right. So, there's fucking like nine of you walking on stage, right? right? How many sound guys just look to you like, how many fucking mics do you need? That was pretty amazing. All you need yeah. is Bob Strakel. Oh, well, yeah. Bob, he did AWOL. Oh, no shit. And he was, I've never heard drum tones like that in my fucking life bob's really best. good bob is one of my favorite sound guys yeah. but i'm thinking more yeah. like you're in like 400 500 cap rooms and well you walk and in. that's and <laughs> we <laughs> like, we on, would dude. load all of our shit in and back in the day when we first started we only had two techs yeah yeah that was it yeah all of us Jesus. so we we'd be loading our shit in and, and the, the hands would just be <laughs> How many inputs you have? <laughs> and then you know, obviously, you're, you're dealing with some fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nighthawk yeah, 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 in the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's out there, just always smoking. Yep. Just... We always call him Warhawk. Warhawk. Yeah, that's that's what Warhawk. Go fucking talk to Warhawk. Good. And he would just go. All right. Yes. <laughs> 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 We're gonna mark these things. <laughs> You don't need to mic these kegs. Yeah. Kegs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. What the? We're micing the fucking kegs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. Well, it got to the point where we're just like, all right, you know, right. because I mean, you're in a five yeah. to six hundred capper, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the funny thing is, we we didn't spend a lot of time in those rooms. Um, once everything really fucking took off, I mean, they took off fast. Yeah. And we were just like. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. you're kind of holding on Jumping for dear life, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's what we always called it when we would come out. And our first song was always sick. Yep, and it was just like it's time to jump out of the airplane. Dude, Here we yes. go. And it's let's always that phrase. Yeah, and we're just like, having jumped out of an airplane, it is 100 the fucking right metaphor, dude. It's crazy. That is an odd metaphor that goes across musicians because everybody says the same shit, but it's not like this like. It just is the only thing you can compare it to. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things, and you talk about learning as you go, ha learning to lean into the adrenaline. Yep. Because mm -hmm. I know dudes who would come out, and they're just so on fire, <laughs> and then halfway through the first song, they're gassed. Yeah. yeah. Completely gassed, dude. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're just like, dude. 
You gotta yeah. work on your cardio, son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Waiting for the encore. Exactly. Please hurry up. And do you come. guys do a shit ton of cardio? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I run at least five to ten k, like almost like every other day. Are you yeah. a jujitsu guy? No. You strike me as a jujitsu. Me? Guy? Yeah, I don't know what why. What the fuck part of me looks like that? <laughs> That's a role. I can barely, dude. I can barely do yoga. Right. <laughs> Yo, spe speaking of jujitsu, I, I have the dog. mobility of a He-Man action figure. <laughs> speaking of jujitsu, how did the SpongeBob thing come about? Oh, yeah, that's a good segue. <laughs> yeah, 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 great segue. <laughs> <laughs> what are talking about? No, I'm curious. I All saw right. the video. So, I work on SpongeBob. So, so the SpongeBob thing, this was 13 years ago. I was doing my first book tour, yeah. and I was doing acoustic shows slash spoken word things, mm -hmm. right? So I would get up, do a Q&A or whatever. Mm -hmm. My Griff was probably about eight at mm -hmm. the time. Massive SpongeBob yeah. fan. I, and I became vicariously a massive SpongeBob yeah. fan because it's a fucking Great amazing show. Yeah. show. It's, it's yeah. one of my favorite shows yeah. to this day. Yeah. It's amazing. Fuck yeah. um, and I also loved Tom Kenny because yeah. he was on Mr. Show with mm -hmm. Bob and David. Yeah. And we watched Mr. Show with Bob and David yeah. every day we were making the first Slipknot album. We had all of <laughs> no the episodes shit, on VHS. So and we would just Wait, for die. inspiration or for just... <laughs> no, just to... because, well, when you put that much evil into the tape, <laughs> right. you yeah, have, right. to, you yeah, have to be able down. to put it away. You to be yeah. like, oh, dude, we got so drunk one night watching that shit. We had Mick... We, 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 we bet Mick a bunch of money that he wouldn't put on a G-string and his mask and go out and fight the skunk that was kind of haunting. <laughs> yes. And he did it. Yes. So he's running out. He's buck-ass naked in a G-string with the mask, right? And he's out there and he's death growling at this skunk. He's like, <gasps> it's so fucking funny, dude. And it was just one of my favorite moments of making that album because we were just so dumb and yeah, young yeah, and he's yeah. just out there like come on and he's one of the biggest dudes anyway <laughs> you know crazy. um oh but to come back yeah the spongebob thing so i learned the spongebob song just sitting there playing acoustic yeah. next to him right and he was at that show and this yeah. was in birmingham in england mm -hmm. so he was at that show and i called him up and i go are you ready kids and he goes <laughs> no way <laughs> And the whole audience, aye, aye, Captain, played the whole song. No fucking shit. And Griff's singing along, and then he looks at me and he goes, I'll get you for this thing. And it was amazing. That clip has haunted me for 13 years now. And now I can't go near an acoustic guitar without somebody. I, I did it last night. Did you? I have to. I have to play it every night, man. And I'm just like, oh, you backed yourself no. into a corner. Oh I have, and I just look at the audience with such pure hatred. Yeah, I just go, yeah, yeah. I just go, I've been doing this for 25 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've written hundreds of songs. Yeah. And you want that? And fucking... you, yeah. feckless mooks. Fuck you. So <laughs> fucking mad. Yeah, yeah. But I also adore it because yeah. then I got to do it. That's with Tom saw. Kenny, yeah, 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 which yeah. was rat. He's one of the nicest, Tom's a friend of mine. It's the like, best dudes. You... He's coming to the LA show in the, really? at the Wiltern. Yeah, man. I'll fucking be there. Uh, you, well, I've I've had you banned from the audience. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Fun, yeah. I'm sure we could, you know, figure yeah. something. Yeah, guys, he'll come over. So I got all these other questions I didn't get to ask you on the podcast. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm curious. Waiting. You Corey said he put me on his list. How, you don't understand how little he likes anybody. Like this is you got him out of LA. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, he hasn't flown. 
Anyway. Since the pandemic, he said. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't yeah. left right. <laughs> big respect. You know what I mean? It's no, I appreciate it, man. Things. I really Check, do. Checkers. And it's, I mean, it's mutual. Your so. your music has been important to what I do. You know what I mean? Well, so I appreciate big, that, big man. Check Thank the bunk next to you on the bus tonight. I mean, Make sure he's not yeah. Because yeah. I, I flip over and he's just like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's the thing. Ken Dog retired from touring. I mean, uh, no bunk buses for me. Dude. <laughs> I I tell you what, if it wasn't with this crew of dorks yeah. that I'm with right now, yeah. dude, I, I'm I'd be the same way. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I when I go out on the road, I uh, I tend to travel by myself for the mm -hmm. most part, or I'll bring my family out. Right. You know? yeah. And it's just because you just need it. Yeah, you know, of course. the road is so people don't realize how taxing it mm -hmm. is. It's fucking how draining lonely. it is. How lonely, lonely man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, not only lonely, but it will. It can trigger depression. Like How many dinners have you had by yourself? It will break oh, your fucking yeah, one hundred percent. How many times have you sat so in a restaurant quickly. by yourself eating dinner? You know? I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. I, but I'm a fan for you know moons over my hammy. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. I'll go out of my way to, to fuck, fuck, IHOP, fuck with some yeah. diet. Oh, dude, Listen, Waffle House. Let's I go. love. I love IHOP. I love. I love Waffle House. You Denny's guy. But Denny's. Denny's and Perkins were what I grew up Perkins, with. I grew up Fucking Perkins. right, dude. Bot Dollar twenty nine, bottomless <laughs> yeah, cup of coffee. Yeah. You could sit in there for eight Just hours. Smoking cigarettes. Legally, they can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, we we would take over. We shit. would take over the back table <laughs> yeah. and just punish people, yeah. dude. Uh -huh. I mean, it's yeah. like I got a great idea for a dinosaur movie. <laughs> just fucking assholes, God. right? I mean, oh my God. yeah. But that's what yeah. that's what we did, you know? And it was yeah. some of the best nights ever because you're yeah. just talking shit. It was basically a podcast without microphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah without yeah. microphones. Exactly. If only you guys had the microphones. One of the, oh, one of the last important things I wanted to uh, ask about is your the foundation, your charity foundation. Right, yes. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. How did that start? When did it start? What do you guys do? And how do we find you? I'll try to make it brief. Take, um, no, take all the time yeah, you want. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, the Taylor Foundation was started because of my, my grandfather and my grandmother. My grandfather, Claire Taylor, he was, um, he was in the, the Korean War. Mm. And when he came back home, he was suffering some, from horrific PTSD. Yeah. Mm. It triggered his alcoholism mm. and it destroyed their marriage. Mm. So my grandmother raised my mom and my uncle mm. by herself and my grandfather, I really never knew. Mm. Um, he was just this guy that my mom would take me to visit uh, who lived in people's basements. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was sad. Yeah. The last few years of his life, he kind of got it together, but the, the damage was done. Right. Mm -hmm. So he passed away painfully mm. in, a, in a VA hospital. As the years have gone on, I've realized the shit that I'd gone through in my life triggered PTSD, and there's things that I still deal with. But I also realized that by making music and talking about it, I was helping people in the military, ex-military, mm -hmm. law enforcement, emergency services, and I was really starting to kind of think, I was like, you know what, I need to do more to raise awareness about this because I was watching people open up about it but then close off again, mm -hmm. which doesn't do them any good, doesn't do their family any good. Mm -hmm. um, so the Taylor Foundation was started to raise money for local groups, mm -hmm. local organizations, not just the national places, but mm -hmm. the boots on the ground that help people in their, their neighborhoods and right. in their mm -hmm. communities, whatnot. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, we've, we've raised really good money, but the thing that I love the most is the fact that we've created this network that you can access on our website mm -hmm. and you can look up your city and find Other the people. closest places mm -hmm. if you need the help, mm -hmm. you know? And so 
we've been able to really put a lot of people in touch with people who get them help. And not only that, but get help for the families to help, mm. you know, to, to deal with it. Mm. You know, Post Traumatic Blues is a song on mm. my new album. Mm-hmm. It's all about trying to create a communicative bridge yeah. between the people dealing with it and the people trying to help them, mm. you know? Because sometimes it goes misdiagnosed. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's ignored. Uh, it's dismissed. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, growing up in the Midwest, you're kind of infused with that stoicism yeah. where you're not supposed to ask for help. Yeah. Right. You know? Absolutely. You know I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Now that works to a point. Mm-hmm. But if you need help, you have to ask for it, you know? And so this is trying to kind of relieve that stigma. And, it's, sad, and help them. it's sad that it takes somebody such as yourself, an individual, right. to step up and see a need for that and provide that service. But it's also really commendable. That's yeah, fucking that awesome. The community that aspect. Also, we've done for that. Dante yeah. and I, we have access to one of the biggest websites in the entire world. So we will be helping push that that oh foundation. i'll get you all the yeah, info yeah, we'll, you want i'll Absolutely. get that from your team and everything we'll we'll have oh perfect all the eyeballs on the world on it i appreciate yeah. that man yeah no it's we're we're doing as much as we can you <laughs> that know? community and, networking uh, is really interesting and dope well yeah and it's yeah. because you can fund anything you want but like you need to talk to somebody you need people who have been through the same shit right. and, yeah. and the cool thing is is that we've seen so many different types of organizations you know there are people that lean into the art side Mm -hmm. of it uh there are people who learn in the music side of it which is really cool yeah man i mean it's it's really rad to see the creativity that the ingenuity that Mm -hmm. comes out of people who are dealing with it themselves so i mean it's they're you know putting the money where the mouth is Mm -hmm. and you know so trying to amplify their frequency Mm -hmm. is what it's all about it's just trying to make sure because sometimes it just gets lost in the shuffle you Mm -hmm. know you try to look for help and the only thing you can find are the national organizations. Yeah, and yeah, sometimes yeah. those organizations are so big, yeah. you just become a number. Right. Yeah. Whereas the local places, you're a face, yeah. you're a name, yeah. you're, a, you're a voice. It's you're, community. You're heard. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that to me, that's, that's the most important mm-hmm. thing. And we've, we've really started to kind of tie some stuff together. So that's, that's really it's awesome. it's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. I'm stoked on, yeah. super stoked on that. No, that's, that's a beautiful way to kind of cap this off. Yeah. That's exactly the kind of shit we're, completely about right yeah but on an end note we did this before we started you and kenny happen to share this thing <laughs> we're gonna go from the foundation we're gonna go from the foundation which we're going to plug obviously right 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 to the band list names okay so oh yeah three best on ones on. yeah yeah hold on so both of these guys have listened to this the podcast is just the- out of nowhere yeah this yes. came out of nowhere <laughs> And the, the fact that you and I both <laughs> write down <laughs> shitty fake band hear. names. Yes. Yeah. They're not <laughs> shitty, though. Okay. They're shitty. Some okay. of them are okay. shitty. <laughs> I, uh, the, the, the quote marks were kind of inherent, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're amazing yeah. to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. so listeners of the podcast know that Kenny has a running list of fake band names. It yeah. turns out that Corey Taylor also. Corey, I don't know if you can see. How oh, dude, yeah. Mine's, <laughs> it's, I stopped writing mine down a long time ago, but it's equally fucking stupid. I got to say, so... pubic zirconium. <laughs> pubic pubic zirconium is really good. There. That definitely made Um. Them. Oh, God, I can't. Where is it now? One of my favorites is unvaxxed fats. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of people walking around here with like a bunch of unvaxxed fats. Where was uh, Land Shrimp? Land Shrimp is, is good. I still like Gretzky's Jet Skis. What was the one we were talking about when we came in? It was it Pubic was... Zirconium, was the oh, one. I, you I were said in. Stem Cell Face Mask. Stem Cell Face Mask. Cell cell face mask. mask. Like that, that one. <laughs> no, it was. Uh... 
Oh, fuck. Oh, no, fuck. it was the one I said. Yes, yeah, and yeah. I can't remember it now. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, This dude. is podcasting oh, that's gonna bum me out. This is great. Can, can, can we, like, rewind it or something over there? I don't think... Oh, it might not God. have even been recorded at that point. Gay by Marriage is another Gay really by Marriage good is going to like that one. It's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's so fucking wrong. Oh, All right, man. hold on. Um, where is it? Oh. God damn it. That, that tells you how long ago it was yeah. that I was putting this shit in here. It just, I can't fucking believe that you guys are so lockstep in your spirits it's that you so guys have this Caesar same dressing. weird... <laughs> Caesar dressing? Caesar One of mine was the that fat dad band. Yes, that was, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. That good one. No. No, 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 no. It was that fat clam band. <laughs> That's what it was. And then we had another one called the dad backs. Oh, like which one. is good. You know, dad backs, yeah. always that weird pyramid of sweat. Yeah. Yeah, run, yeah, no matter yeah, what yeah. color the t-shirt is. Yeah. It's like, all right, ladies, let, let's let's call them to the stage. Yeah. The dad backs. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. funny you mentioned clams. I had one that's called... Uh, Clan chowder. Oh, that's a good Clan one. <laughs> fucked up, dude. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here it is. Yeah. Okay, right, look, dude. Yeah. Look how fucking Jesus long. Jesus. Same, baby. This is dumb. Same, okay. okay, butt mustard. Nice. <laughs> Dirty Cheeto. Dirty Cheeto. Oh. Street market dicks mix. <laughs> dicks mix. <laughs> the Rubik's pubes. <laughs> That's a great one. That's, that's anal a, wolf. That's my personal favorite. <laughs> Asymmetrical dicks. <laughs> Arriba McIntyre. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Hot oh, Carl and the Cleveland Steamers. That was a pretty good one. Brotox. That was a really Brotox good, one. Is a good one. Habitual pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Habitual pink eye. Kenny, what really was the one that we wanted to name our band? Uh, was it the Queen's Busted Corpse? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Oh, it was Lesbian Durag. Oh, Lesbian Durag. Lesbian Durag was a good one. Oh Howdy Arabia God. is another great one. <laughs> I got one. I got a uh, Lord Have Mercy, M R S A. Wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fart Burn. That's a good one. Oh, Barbecue Anon. That's Barbecue a good one. Oh, like dude. <laughs> The Whistling Dicks. Yes. Oh, Wolfskin Condom. That's a really that's good one. That's Wolfskin fucking good. great. Shaquille Oatmeal. Oh, like that one. Vanilla Fudge Packer. <laughs> there it is. That Fat Clam Band. Yeah. I knew it was on. Fuck Mousy you. Tongue My Ass. That's a <laughs> bulimic Boy Scouts. Bulimic Boy Scouts is good. Bunk Sock. That was probably that. I think every, I, I'm sure there's a band every, called yeah. Bunk Sock Here's at this the thing. point. When I, when I did these, a lot of times I'll go on Spotify, just see if they're Right, right, names. right. You'd be surprised. How oh, many I'm, are. I'm yeah. that probably would. Some fucked I mean, up ones I can't even say on this fucked up podcast that are actually bands. The Almond Brothers. Yeah. A L M O N D. Almonds. Yeah. Queef Latina. Yeah. So here was one that was like, I. this was a mistake. Sand Hanitizer. Sand Hanitizer? <laughs> I was that like, has anybody got any one. sand sanitizer around? That might be my favorite. What happened? Is this like, do you, is, have you ever seen Walk Hard that Dewey Cox? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Is that for you? Like, where you'll be like arguing with your wife or kids or someone, and you're just like, and sand? And he's just thinking of <laughs> sand. Just, right. Sanitizer? Stop thinking of songs, Corey. Anytime I do, oh, 100. I mean, this phone is full of that <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. So yeah. I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, yeah, yeah. you see that in my eyes. I'm like, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. it's oh it's so funny that you do it too, dude. Because yes. we sit around and just I have a whole list of sayings. Yeah, yeah. That clown butchers because clown is just fuck shit up. Now, you understand? Clown is one of the most creative, yeah. brilliant minds. Yeah. 
I've ever known. Yeah. Everything that comes out of his mouth is interesting to me, <laughs> yeah. whether it's correct or not. Right, right. And over the years, his butchery of the English language <laughs> yeah. is so yeah. fucking legendary yeah. that I have started to chronicle it because yeah. I'm going to someday make a coffee table book. Scrap. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, I'm making a That's book. A Genius. One. It's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> and it's called... Oh, it's he named it. He goes. These words mean nothing. I love that. And I, I the su the subtitle is a book of cranurisms, because that's what we call it when he like he just says something. I just go, oh god, there it is. Too many fucking keg slams. So good. So I have an even longer list. It's longer than my band name list. It's I mean it's been going on for twenty five years. And someday, and I'm gonna make him do the artwork for it because he's so good. I can't wait to buy that. It'll be rad. I need a first pressing. Done. I will do it. I'll make sure he signs it. Oh my god. He's like I fucking hate him. Crayon. Yeah, crayon. I love yeah totally. I love oh that. my god! Well, nice work, everybody. Fucking great work. Uh, <laughs> new album. I don't know what you're gonna do with it. You can't use any of it. It's all deleted. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, plug the new album. <laughs> yeah, new album. Yeah. Oh, CMF two, September fifteenth. I got another question. Okay. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the I'm. I'm surprised. Record, yeah. <laughs> the first record's called CMFT. Yeah. Corey motherfucking Taylor. Right. The second record's called CMF two. Yeah. It's weird that it doesn't make sense. To, to, is it going to be CMFT2? No, it's the second one. <laughs> I know, but did you lose the Taylor? No. Corey no. motherfucking two, dude. Yeah. Okay, hey, the, the, the confidence and the fact that it makes sense, you I know believe what, it. You I'll know follow what, you to hell, baby. You yeah. know what the third album is called? <laughs> Can I guess? CMF3. CM3. Dave, you fucked me. I was going to guess that. No. We're going to play the guess again. No, you're wrong, you stupid bitch. What is it? 3MFT. Shut oh. up. <laughs> You know why? Deep. Because it bothers people. There you go. And I do everything. I bothered. To you should bothered, be. You yeah. don't need to Congratulations. bother. Congratulations. You know Did nobody yeah. catch that? Yeah, yeah. I don't need. <laughs> All right. I'm dad joking now. We got. It's time to go. Fuck. Corey Taylor. Absolute pleasure. Oh, my yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you guys. Can't wait to appreciate it. Oh yeah. I hope you guys. Have, let's hope we sold some tickets. We, well, let's fucking sell some tickets. No, there's like some se there's like seven bands in town, dude, and it's, it's one of those. It's kind of affected everybody. Yeah. yeah. So if we have five people, yeah. I'll be stoked. So How you guys small, need to bring somebody. Here, small, small world, small shout out to Luna Aura. I've written a bunch of songs with her. She's oh great, yeah, dude, sweetheart, really I'm, good. Like she's not here tonight though. Oh, she's not. I don't think so. I think it's oh, she's got one of those on those same. She's on, well, she's uh she's the second half. Of the oh, of the so run. she'll be in I LA. I wanted to give her a, a Bravo. Oh, dude, she's she's so good. Yeah, she's great. And I discovered her going down wormholes mm -hmm. looking for new music. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And then when I saw that she was actually on the list, I yeah. was like, she's coming so, out. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Be great. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to yeah. Lenora. Goddamn. Corey Taylor. Yeah. All right, man. Holy Thanks, fuck, guys. Dude. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, bro. That was awesome. That was good, right? All right, so that was Corey Taylor. Amazing interview. Uh, by the way, thanks to um, Memes. Was it Shane who was running the board in that room? Yep. Yep. Thanks to those guys for running the board and sending over the files and everything like that. That was a weird day to be in the office. I'll be honest, we don't have to get into that. It was a fucking weird day to be I in the sure office. I sure would love to help you guys dial in the audio in that room. It sounds wow. good, but it could be more efficient. Because our last fucking, on our biggest podcast that we do, you have to crank the volume on whatever you're listening to just for the audio to sound okay. Why is that? Y'all got to let me help you, man. Come on I mean, out. To be fair, it's also a fucking uh, glass and cement room with no sound deafening whatsoever. It's not exactly bright for great sound. There used to be all of that shit. Uh, oh, you guys tore everything off those walls. I forgot about that.
Yeah, whatever. You got a new giant office coming anyway. What's the difference? Um, all right, on the list, off list. Uh, Dave, why don't we start with you? You and A sitting there. Who's on your list? Um, on my list is uh whatever I'm about to order on Uber Eats. Yeah, all right. So let's do this now. Let's order Dave's food. Uh Dave, what genre are you looking for here? Okay, we got uh like standard American pub food. We have breakfast food. I'm not one to say no to breakfast for dinner. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. And not Italian. Uh, let's, I'm not, I'm not going to go pasta. Not tonight. Uh, so Mexican, like Mexican, American, like bar food, burgers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or. Uh, Yo, you tried to tell me that you had better Mexican food than Southern California. So why don't you order some Mexican food and show it to me? Oh, you're going to put a gun to Dave's head and make him order Mexican food? Oh, no. I don't know if he'll do it. It's, yeah. I, I didn't say that. I've never had I New York Mexican you, food. You got into a whole argument with me about how good Mexican food is in Chicago Dude, specifically. We have a fuck a huge Mexican population in Chicago. It second biggest by far. I'm connected and, to Mexico. <laughs> We've got the firest food. I'm Dude, not I'm, saying New York Mexican food fucking sucks. I'm sure LA is great, <laughs> but New- I've had Mexican in like Iowa, you know what I mean? And as you're sitting there, you're like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> I had sushi in fucking Asheville, North Carolina, and it was amazing. I've had great sushi in Asheville. I wonder if it was the same place. Probably. I think there's Listen, probably if one. If you're on tour, granted, this is a kind of maybe a successful band thing, but if you're on tour and every city you're at, you find the number one rated sushi place, expensive or not, you won't get sick. You'll have a good time. You'll feel good every day. That's the right way to do it. Dave, go burrito. Burrito? Burrito. Yeah, but don't get like potatoes in your burrito or rice or anything like that. Yeah. Dude, uh, there was a there was a fucking place in college when I went to college. They put carrots, like baby carrots in the burritos. That's see, there's there's a thing called like the California burrito that has like potatoes and carrots in it, which doesn't make sense. It's disgusting. I don't want that. Get that shit yeah. out of here. And that sounds disgusting. You guys can keep talking while I find a, a place I approve. Fucking post. carnitas? Carnitas is I love Carnitas. Carnitas is the shit. Give me Fuck shit yeah. in two days, but I love Carnitas. Dude, I all right, my good. Carnitas regularly, and then it's like the easiest, best thing I make. Goddamn right. Uh, dude, my own list is Maple and Ash. That fucking restaurant we went to. Yeah, dude, unfucking believe. See, I you know love this. Dave was eating caviar, saying that we should order the caviar. <laughs> Yo, Dave was adamant about that. Dante's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? First of all, that place brought out French onion dip with caviar on top of it, which I thought was With homemade fire. potato chips that looked like ruffles. And I will say, Dante, for as skinny as he is, the attention comes out in him hard when that man eats. I've never seen somebody devour a plate of food like without even making a noise. It was just gone. I was like, holy fuck, Dante. That place was fucking A1. That was awesome. Um, that's definitely my on the list. Uh, Kenny, do you have any on the list? Yeah, my on the list is talking to Dave about smoking meats. Yo, Dave, you have a smoker, right? Is that what we talked about? I hey, I have a Weber gas grill that I can turn into a smoker, but I want to get like a big green egg. That's we're, on the spring. We're talking to- about, yeah, the green egg's dope. I would love to have one of those, but we're talking about carnitas, right? You take that pork shoulder, yep. smother that cut off the fat, smother that bitch and mustard and seasoning on both sides, smoke it for like six to eight hours while spritzing it with apple cider vinegar. Then pull the pork with the claws, put it in a pan, throw it in the oven, get it a little bit crispy, and then put it on the tacos with some fucking pickled red onions. My man, 
everything it's, I just said is on my list. Everything you just said is like $25 and it can feed an entire family of yeah. 10 for a for week. Week. Yeah. Easily for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's on my list. Um, is there anything else on my list this week? Jimmy Buffett's definitely on the list. Shouts out to the homie. Um, that conversation. He doesn't enjoy manly stuff like smoking meats. Dog, I smoke. I love smoked meats. Don't. Oh. I was gonna say I love smoking meat. <laughs> do you like? Well, that's the thing. Do you like to smoke meat or do you like to eat smoked meat? I don't have a smoker. I have a regular grill. When you turn forty, like me, you'll have a decision to make. Am I gonna restore an old car or am I gonna smoke meat? Yeah, those are the only. Two. Oh fuck, dude! My own list is the dude from Smash Mouth. How do we not bring this up? We have to. Dude, RIP to, to the big homie, man. Um, I forget his uh, name. The year stopped stop coming, brother. Dude, it's somebody commented. Yeah, I've seen the comment everywhere. It's so good. Is that dude, the most synced song of all time? Times. Awesome fucking people. The Smash Mouth. Dude. Can I go back to Call of Duty for a second? One go ahead. Dave, you played with him, my buddy eBay. He's got the little thing where he can like save songs on his thing. So like when he plays a song, it comes out of his microphone. So everybody who can hear him is hearing the song. Smash Mouth is routinely played in the middle of like really not like when people are like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. You fucking trash. Somebody wants to dude. How about the fact, uh, dude, walking on the sun is a sick song. Yeah. I love that song. Good tune. But yeah, I mean. Fucking massive hits. Everybody on earth knew every single lyric to All Star. Everybody. Um, All Star is the best worst song of all time. Ever, you know? Like, it's objectively, like, a bad song, but it's great. It's the best. Yeah, R.I.P., man. Damn. What are you calling for dancing on everybody's graves today? He's like, well, that song sucks, but everybody loved it. And then he... Oh, Jimmy Buffett. He's like, well, not really my fucking kind of music, but I'm not a liar. I'm not saying I'm sitting over here bumping Jimmy Buffett every day. Yeah, I'm just saying they're dead or not. My opinion stays the same. <laughs> and I'm just saying all star. It's not fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a bad song, but it's a great song. Yeah, I'll dance on the guy's grave. <laughs> yeah, that guy hated COVID. He fucking hated you. Remember that clip? <laughs> He all time fighting fans though that was fun he did love fighting fans dude he's an all-time twitter warrior yeah. he was a great it wasn't even like steve harwell that was yeah that was his name holy fuck pull that out of nowhere um but yeah i mean that's shrek that's mystery men that's fucking that is the shrek song yeah right? yeah it's am i shrek- tripping no you're right is my audio fucked up no, no, I mean, sometimes if, if somebody else is talking and it takes a second yeah. for years to catch up because you don't have them like, that's it. Did you know that Imagine Dragons is on the list of worst people to get a Grammy? <laughs> they're not bad people. There are a lot, but they're, they're not bad people. Bad people? You're confusing. No, my question was bad people was bad in like... Oh, I bad. guess this is like undeserved people. Right. Adam Levine. Fuck that guy. Megan Trainer. Adam Levine has tequila now that's made with rosé. Alan pisses me off. The word California tattooed across his bullshit. Yeah, he looks like somebody took the entire like wall of things you can get tattooed on you and just slapped it on his body. He walked into the tattoo parlor and said, "Yes, I don't like that guy." <laughs> um, anything off anybody's list? Mine's Adam Levine. Fuck. <laughs> no, all I have is another on my list. It's now I'm on the worst bands and musicians of all time, and number one is Kevin Federline, who was featured on a Chevy Mustang song. 
Really? Takashi 69 Jake Paul. That, Jake Paul's a musician? Those video, you know, it's really funny. I love the videos that are like they'll show Jake Paul like fucking boxing and looking all swole and doing his thing, and then they'll be like, he'll never get rid of this though, and it's like him dancing as like a little fourteen year old in his. Club. Oh God, <laughs> dude! How about the whole thing with that dude Dylan Dennis and uh, Jake Paul's or uh, Logan Paul's yeah. like fiance? Yeah. Dude, she just hit him with like a giant lawsuit, and apparently he might be going to jail. <laughs> Uh, you were asking what how Kenny and I bonded. That's what we like immediately started talking about when I yeah, picked him up. Yeah, that dude, I love that, it though. I love it so much. I mean, that is what I did to Billy Corgan, he did to that girl like a 10,000 fold. Just pictures of her every day. That shit's that that's pretty fucking lame, but it's undoubtedly funny. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's it's funny, I'm not gonna lie. It's must watch TV. <laughs> They're going to fight, right? Oh, yeah, they're going to fight. It's like Matthew Coma being on a text thread and adding in Haley Joe Osment, and he kept leaving the thread, and Matt kept adding him back, just going, what the fuck, Coma? Love that oh, shit, love dude. A troll. Love a good troll, man. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think we have anything else this week. It's Corey Taylor interviews. I'll send you guys the pictures. I'm out of here. Fuck you all. Yeah. All right. Adios. See you guys next week. Next week, everybody. Fuck you. Watch this. <laughs>